Yeah, I did play at least a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Tula's only alternative in your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> Welcome back to 88.3 WTs. After further review, David the Man of God Harris and Frank Vaster here on the phone. Like, like this new beat? Yeah. It's that yo number from DJ Mustard, Chris Brown. You, how about you like this beat, David? Yeah, it fits with the flow. Yeah, it actually goes with this segment here. It's been NFL offseason madness and uh, something that grinded David's gears is, uh, you know, Mr. Jameis Winston where got with the uber driver and did a little bit more than trying to get her number so to speak and it, it happened last year though and then it kind of died down and then out of nowhere three game suspension for mr Jameis winston the number one pick in the 2015 nfl draft Damian, uh yeah 15 yeah, yeah. it was 15 yeah, was damian woodley said he wanted to cut Jameis winston he's the nfl franchise quarterback and the Bucks look like they want to do some good things this year, but now the, after missing three games, that's a quarter of the season almost. I mean, uh, it could be in jeopardy. Uh, David, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think? Yeah, and kind of for those of you, James Winston basically accepted a plea deal with the NFL regarding this three-game suspension, came out with a quote-unquote apology, which was basically kind of trying to blame it on the alcohol, which <laughs> is, is his own, which is own bad look. In itself, and it's like, but again, it goes to blaming on the alcohol. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a throwback for all you young folks out there. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, it's kind of it just shows the incompetence from the NFL in terms of how to handle these situations and how to handle suspensions, fines, punishment. Because essentially, in this plea bargain, in this apology statement that was to put out. He basically admitted to sexual misconduct, sexual assault. And so if we're going to look at the NFL, who came out in droves with the Ray Rice situation, kind of with this blanket, regardless of if you're found guilty in a court of law, we're going to give you a six-game suspension. And so now we've seen two instances. Ray Rice or you mean Zeke Elliott? Or Zeke Elliott. Okay. But, I mean, it started with Ray Rice, and it was really kind yeah. of, okay, we need to get this ball rolling in terms of having a minimum suspension, regardless of what we find out later, because they want to kind of have this space image. But even with the Ezekiel Elliott case, you did get six games after dragging it out pretty much the entire season trying to fight it. Well, Ezekiel Elliott, Ezekiel Elliott tried to fight it. Yeah, and yeah. they still and they still gave him six games, which he probably should have just took the six game initially and then just played through the season. But then he played and he was out, and I think that really hurt the Cowboys' chances. But and also hurt one of my fantasy teams. Oh, okay, you know, you know, it looks like uh, Frank had a little uh, personal uh, 
conflict involved with the Zeke Elliott situation. But the problem with Jameis Winston, though, David, is he's got a history of doing dumb stuff. Crab yes. legs. The I whole mean, stealing the crab legs, hopping on a table and yelling bleeper in the bleepy, and also the rape allegations. And then the Uber driver situation. Yeah. And, and, and it, it sounds like he has a problem. <laughs> it, it, like I said, I understand if something happened once and they don't have a rap sheet of doing anything, but he's 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 got a rap sheet uh, of doing stupid stuff and i understand people say well, well he was young back then but now it's a pattern here i understand once you do so i believe once you do something once okay if you learn from it and you've shown the history of changing you're not a bad person but if it starts to kind of repeatedly happen that, that that's showing that there's a pattern here and you you have a problem yeah well, I, I mean sorry david go ahead well, I mean, and I agree, but kind of the thing that I was, kind of the way that I was going is that with with the Ezekiel Elliott situation, yes, he got the six-game suspension, but with the league investigators saying that the accuser wasn't credible, the league still had it put down the foot and said, okay, six-game suspension regardless. But in the case of Jameis Winston, where there is a credible witness, and then even more strikingly in the case with Josh Brown a couple of years ago, where there was a documented history I think in these documented history instances, Josh Brown gets one game for years of documented, and then Jameis Winston now with his kind of rap sheet and now this latest accusation of sexual assault that he admitted to, he only gets three instead of this mandated six games that the league itself said is their baseline. And so it seems a little bit not just a miserable failure, but kind of a hypocrisy to where even if we have facts and we have statements from the players themselves saying, yes, I did this, it's like, okay, we don't want to limit or we want to cloud over our image as the National Football League, so we'll just give you, you know, a kind of not the full suspicion that you deserve. But when there's a little shred of doubt from the league itself and the league looking at it, we'll drag this out and then bring the hammer down. And so it's really kind of hypocrisy from the NFL on a variety of issues, especially when there's a documented history that the league has, you know, asked up a lot of these situations. It just goes to show that the league doesn't know how to handle itself. You're and right. if the league's not going to, if the league's not going to take a strong stance position of it, like, then you're going to really, like, this may be one of those nail, proverbial nails in the coffin that people look at the NFL and say, look, you don't care about women. You don't care about a significant kind of aspect of your fan base that comes to your games, that comes, that tries to watch, that have for many, you know, in many instances, women who may have children that you want to model this NFL game to bring them into your league. And it's like, like what's going on? Like, why is there so much incompetence within the NFL in terms of dishing out punishment? Hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on now. Now we'll, we'll read this report here. Now this is from NFL.com. Winston won't appeal the ban since it's part of a no negotiated settlement. A source told NFL Network's Tom Pelissero, 
The suspension stems from a female Uber driver accusing Winston of groping her in Scottsdale, Arizona in March of 2016. Obviously, we mentioned this was from earlier, from last year or two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago, actually. The NFL concluded that Winston violated the personal conduct policy by touching the driver in an inappropriate and sexual manner without her consent and that disciplinary action was necessary and appropriate. As part of his discipline, Winston is required to obtain a clinical evaluation and fully cooperate in any recommended program of therapeutic intervention. A failure either to obtain the evaluation or to cooperate with treatment will result in further discipline. The league said in a statement, in addition, a future violation of the personal conduct policy will result in more substantial discipline, including a potential ban from the NFL. Okay. Now, here, here, this is one, one area that really grinds my gears, and I happen to hear your Jim Rome mention this as well. Jameis Winston gets three games for inappropriately touching a female Uber driver. Yet Tom Brady gets four games for allegedly deflating footballs. So that tells me the NFL cares more about the air and footballs than they do about women, just to kind of add to that. Wow. Well, even well, even a basic PED suspension, a first-time offense is four games. And so you punish someone more for performance-enhancing drugs rather than an admitted to sexual assault. But here, here's the thing. Winston, when he when first came out, he denied it. He denied it that it happened. And then two years later, he gets this statement put out where he said, I think in his letter, he said, I'm sorry for the situation. I put that Uber driver in. See that that to me. I mean, it's not it's. It's not really an admission of guilt, but he's also not denying that it happened. Well, here, here, here's where his statement comes in. You know, he put, I'm sorry to the Uber driver for the position I put you in. It's uncharacter- uncharacteristic of me, and I genuinely apologize. In the past two and a half years, my life has been filled with experiences, opportunities, and events that have helped me grow, mature, and learn, including the fact that I've eliminated alcohol from my life. I guess where that's where David thinks that he was blaming it on the alcohol. Uh, I know I have to hold myself to a higher standard on and off the field and that I have a responsibility to my family, community, and teammates to live above the platform for which God has blessed me. I apologize to my teammates, the Buccaneers organization, and fans for letting him down and for not being able to be out there for the first three games of the season. Although I'm disappointed in the, NF- in disappointed in the NFL's decision, I understand the NFL's process and I embrace this as an opportunity to take advantage of the resources available, available to help me achieve the goals that I have for myself. I now look forward to putting this behind me, and I will continue to work hard every day to be a positive influence in my community and be the best person, teammate, and leader I can be. Winston's apology comes after he publicly denied the allegations, though, last November. See, no, so, I mean, what, see that's what I don't get. He, he, denied, he denies that it happened. Then he goes and issues this kind of rehearsed statement. Because I think it was, was a couple of years ago he had said that there was a lot of people in, with him or some crap like that. I guess I don't understand. The, 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 why would he um, uh, grope the, 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 the Uber driver? I don't, I don't understand why that even came about. Now, Kate, the woman who accused Winston of groping her, issued a statement Friday obtained by NFL.com. It says, I'm glad to see the NFL discipline Jameis Winston. I do appreciate his apology, even if it needs some work. 
I would like to publicly acknowledge the NFL investigators, particularly Lisa Freerell and John, for their kind, professional, and thorough investigation. My experience should highlight the importance of believing women when they have the courage to come forward about sexual assault. Perhaps that night could have been prevented if others had been had been believed before me. Mr. Winston once said, girls should be silent, polite, and gentle. I disagree. Hashtag me too. So that that was her yeah. statement. David, anything to add? Well, I mean, I mean, just listening to Winston's statement, it, it's kind of one of those kind of manipulated, kind of just put something together, kind of a general cookie-cutter statement, like... I want I want to hear an honest, unscripted Jameis Winston. Well, you're not going to really get that. Take... You're you're not going to get that. I mean, come on, David. Well, I mean, you know I, how the game is played. I, know. I mean, they're not. I mean, it's just for 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 media situations for the organization and himself. You're not going to get the unscripted Jameis Winston. Now, will we all like to see that? Yeah, but I'm sure someone's going to help him when he comes out to apologize for anything. And it seems like to me, you don't really believe his apology. Well, I mean, and that, that's the reason I want to hear him unscripted. I want to hear an apology that he believes, not one that is orchestrated where he's apologizing to everyone left, right, and center. Well, first of all, David, here, from here's From the organization a, and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I, understand, I, I totally understand that. Um, I, I guess how, how I would say this, and you know what, fellas, I, I like this segment because it brings up a, uh, a life uh, lesson. Uh, think about it this way, fellas. Do you really want to hear him apologize? I mean, w- w- what's an apology, David? To be honest, what is it? I mean, it's an admission of gift, a guilt, guilt and acceptance of responsibility. No, 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 no. No, David, here, here's a life lesson from the former sports director. I, I don't really believe in apologies. I don't go, this is what I mean. And Frank, I know your eyes got big. What you say to me means nothing. I mean, to me, people say, all oh, I'm sorry all the time and don't have no belief behind it. Uh, the, the old saying is that uh, your actions are who define you, who you really are, and what you say is who you really want to be. James Winston can go up to a podium, scripted or non-scripted, and say he apologizes all the time and say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and I'm grown, and this and that, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And people say, well, yeah, that's just enough for me. He admitted guilt. First of all, an apology is not to mean to to, admit guilt. We already know that you're guilty. We already know what you've done. To me, if you really, really are apologetic and do what you really meant after the situation has happened what have you done since have you changed since that's a true apology anybody can go up and just say i'm sorry and then just say okay we're done with it and that's it and then keep doing the same stuff over and over and over again so that's why i say i believe more in people's actions your actions are your true apology not what you say at a podium or what kind of card you bring up so like i said i i really think these press conferences where guys say they're sorry to me they're just like the world cup they're boring and i want to fall asleep but if Jameis winston goes out and his life changes for the better and you know he stands up against sexual assault and you know he's a great guy in the community and none of this happens ever again then i know he's truly apologetic but once again if another situation pops back up then you know he wasn't really truly sorry. 
Well, only time will tell. Yeah, yeah, only time will tell. But like I said, I don't, I don't believe in. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Because I mean, come on, how many athletes or how many people do you know go around and have this tearful sorriness? <laughs> I don't know what happened that night, and I was drinking so much of that PBR or Mick Ultra, and you know, I just, you know, she tripped, fell, and landed in my lap, and I groped her, and then two years later. He's once again back in the same situation. And this guy has a history of basically sexual assault. And each, and each time, think about it. I think Jameis Winston said he was sorry or, you know, I, you know, I apologize for my actions. And da, 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 da. But has Jameis Winston changed? No. So really, with the crab legs and the sexual, the rape, and what did he say? Bleeper in the bleep at the, in yeah, the middle of the student union. Yeah, we can't, we can't repeat what he said because of that. I'm sure each rule. time he's had a statement and come out and said he, he was truly sorry, and, and actually he really wasn't because then a few years later, he's groping women in Uber driver cars. So, like I said, David, I, 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 to me, apologies don't mean much to me. It's by your way you're, you have your actions. Yeah, it looks like Ryan Osher said something again on here. Yeah. I've he was Okay, so he he has three questions here now. David, we will we'll actually we'll finish up this segment cuz he's a die-hard Lions fan. But I had to put in that uh life lesson. We haven't had a life lesson in a while and I figured yeah. out What number life lesson is that? That's number life lesson number 5252. Okay. So, or actually it could be life lesson catch 22. Because, like I said before, I've seen people apologize, and then they go right back out and do the same thing that they were doing in the past. So, once again, the life lesson is your actions define who you really are. Your words is who you want to be. Remember that, everybody. So, yeah. you know, that's a good So, your that's first a good question lesson. that Ryan has to... We'll, Hold on. We got, we'll let David finish his segment, then we'll get to Ryan's questions. David? I, I just think at the end of the day, the NFL... If you're going to establish rules and policies, just go with the just go with what you've already said that you would do. Basically, what you're Don't saying, David, to... you're you're trying to you want consistency. If Ezekiel Elliott gets six games, then Winston should get six games. But then here's the problem, though, David. Everyone's case is pretty much different, so you can't really just say. The, the, be the judge and executioner and say, you know, well, this guy gets six games, he gets six games because then, well, wait a minute, his sexual assault was a little bit less because he pulled an R. Kelly and he peed on the girl. So maybe he should get more games because this guy didn't. So then that's where you start getting in that, that, that circle of death. So basically, I think the NFL does it. It's just a case-by-case basis, and you can't be upset of what the ruling is. At least they ruled, they at least suspend him, and basically, if you lose a quarter of the season, that could hurt, especially the Buccaneers. They can ill afford to be losing three or four games, because if you lose three or four games in the NFC South, you're pretty much dead. You're not going anywhere, especially with the Saints and the Panthers in your division. And the Falcons. And the Falcons. If, if Basically, in that division, you lose two games, your season's pretty much over. So him to lose, be out for three, then he's got to get back in the system. Unless he's Tom Brady, the GOAT, which we know he far from isn't. Bah. He is not. That is that is a crucial suspension. Yeah. But we'll get to Ryan's questions. Right. He, he's asking the ever-popular question that any Lions fan asks. Or Detroit Kittens. 
Okay. Well, the Lions won a playoff game, Super Bowl, in Stafford's career. David, I'm just going to let you answer that one. No and no. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, then. I don't it think says, that's the answer you want. It says see more. Um, I've got it up here. Okay. He says, is there an appearance of unfair calls against the Lions over the years like the ca- the Calvin Johnson catch, the fun? The fumble in Seattle where there was illegal batting, supposedly. The game against Atlanta last year. The Dallas playoff game where they picked up a flag for defensive holding. The face mask on Aaron Rodgers. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, uh, David, I've, I think I've, talk, I've talked enough about how that. Because a lot... I mean the whole the whole thing about the catch. I mean, look, yeah, the NFL doesn't can't figure out what a catch is. It's happened everywhere. There, it's happened with your Steelers. It's happened with the Cowboys. It's and of course the fumble in Seattle. I've said, look, I wouldn't say that's illegal batting. That was that's a judgment call. Last year, again, and I'm not I'm not going to get into that. And the Dallas playoff game, look. You call defensive holding, then you pick up the flag. I mean, that was not a good look. And I'm just, it just drives me nuts that there are so many Lions fans who like to blame referees. Well, of course, I am a referee for football. I actually refed last weekend. Uh, I actually refed a few basketball games for the UT women's uh, team camp. How often did you get chirped? None. I mean, I'm oh. the type of person that uh, I keep it. Uh, I basically keep it real with them, and they they left me alone. I mean, there was a couple refer- there was a couple teams where they were like, "Where's the foul? Where's the foul?" So I told them that uh, you need to worry less about the fouls and worry more about your team getting those backdoor cuts. And then he's like, "Okay, yeah, you're right." <laughs> and so then he shut up. Yeah, good move. And then of course he asked, "How about the allegations of Matt Patricia? Did they handle that correctly? Did the league handle that correctly?" I mean. I think we talked about yeah, this. Yeah, we talked so. about there is a segment. If Ryan wants to go to our SoundCloud page, there is a Matt yes. Patricia segment where we, we went thoroughly into that. Yeah. So, I mean, Ryan, you just check that out there. there. So, again, thanks for your input. We'll keep tuning in for and then weeks to come for whatever we bring up next. No, David, any more NFL? Yeah, I just think as we get into training camps, it'll be interesting to see which rookies will have breakout seasons. There's a couple that we all expect to have, but of course, because we're in Ohio, everyone's worried about the Browns. Everyone's worried about the Bengals. And so yeah, we'll see when training, once training camp start up and we get, get some reports out of the first day or two of rookie training camp, kind of what these players actually look like at their new system. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I, 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 you guys realize that pretty much NFL will be here in three weeks. Yep. Isn't that crazy that the NFL, I mean, it seemed like just yesterday that the Super Bowl just ended with the Eagles beating, I guess, the GOAT. Yeah. And, uh, Frank, you're on your phone. Looks like you, we're, you know, you're preoccupied here. Are you trying to get some updates or are you trying to no, look at the Instagram or? No, I was just closing out stuff. Oh, okay. But that was good. Uh, we had a little life lesson. Uh, we ra- answered Ryan's questions about the NFL. He's a Detroit Kittens fan. And uh, uh, we'll see what they'll do in the North. We'll really see. Because you know, this is going to be an interesting conference with the Vikings and Kirk Cousins. 
Drabinsky and the Bears. Look like they've added a couple of weapons. Yeah. And uh, I know, Frank, you'll be be part of you. You actually will talk some good football talk because I know you're a Red Wings fan, and when the season comes around, it kind of boils your gears, especially um, if they don't do well starting out in the gate. Uh, Yep. I'll get to that, too. And, of course, I think. I believe we got next to uh, some NBA talk. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you guys hired a good coach in the NBA. So, look at that. The, the brighter yeah. days are coming for you, uh, Frank, and over there up in the D. Yeah, only time will tell. Oh, Frank, you got to be optimistic, Frank. <laughs> I'm one that needs to be sold on results. So. You gotta sell. You gotta sell me. You gotta sell me results. You can't be going out there, there with all sizzle and no steak. What's up with the barstool sports uh, shirt? That's one I bought online a while back. How much was that? Please don't tell me it's like twenty bucks. Uh, I was somewhere around thirty, I think. Thirty dollars? It's just a regular T-shirt that says barstool sports. Is there anything on the back? Is there anything on the back? Yeah. What does it say? Let's see here. Oh, okay. One. Bite. Bite. It's one of those pizza review shirts. Oh, okay. Frank Bashner has on, if you're watching us on uh, Facebook Live, he's got this Barstool Sports white t-shirt. Uh, looks like you're, you know, you're on, you're on vacation in Panama. And, and, and it's got the little pocket sleeve, you know, that sleeve that you put your Marlboros in, you know, when <laughs> you need a smoke. So you gonna drink some Heineken and smoke some Marlboros later? No, I'm not. I'm not gonna be. Sm- I don't smoke. <laughs> okay, right. But it's a cool shirt, though. Yeah. One bite, and it has Jaws on the back of it. Yeah, it's for the pizza reviews, which you just, just uh, that's where the El Presidente Dave Portnoy is known for. Yeah, when I think of Barstool Sports, I think of Jed Schilling for some odd reason. Oh, yeah, because he, lo- cause he uh, reads a, he reads a lot of their content. I actually, they actually have their own r- radio channel on Sirius XM. They do? Yes. Oh. Uh, Viva yeah. La Stool. It's base. It's channel. It's channel eighty five. I've tuned in a time, uh, time or two. Is it good radio? Yeah, it's basically uncensored sports talk. No, no politics. My just. We don't talk. No more sports talk shows. You know, talk politics. Well, there's there's no there's no there's no political correctness. No corporate stuff. I mean, it's basically all good old uncensored. No FCC regulations. Yeah, I know, Frank. You wanted to do that for a while, where you just get on the mic and just scream, yell, and cuss. <laughs> you know, the unfiltered Frank. There are other people who have wanted that too. Oh, okay. Well, maybe since we tape sometimes at the home studio that I do, maybe we can get an unfiltered Frank on the uh, the air or on the on the podcast. Get, podcast yeah. only. Or get, yeah, have me have me and David both unfiltered. <laughs> I don't know if David can go unfiltered. You know, he's a child of God. Uh, the, he he has a, he I mean, has if, a if you listen like to candle. my podcast. Oh, I you, mean, if you listen to. If you listen to a podcast, podcast about everything and nothing, I was on. Oh, oh, okay. I, okay, so. I thought God would strike you down if you cussed, David. I, he could probably ask for forgiveness. Oh, okay. You know, guess God is a forgiving God, but you know, don't say sorry too much and not mean it because you know, yeah, you might be like the unknown disciple, the fourteenth disciple. All right. Well, let's uh, well, get a break. We'll get a, I, let me do this, Frank. I got this. I've been doing this for years. We'll get into a commercial break as Frank, you know, gets a breather, and we'll talk a little bit of NBA, some free agencies, and we'll talk about your Pistons. And also, the where could the king go next? And did you guys watch the NBA awards? 
I did happen to see Bill Russell uh, give the show old... the one finger salute. Oh, yeah, the one finger salute. We'll have that and more here on 88.3 WXUT with Frank and David, the child slash man of God, Harris. Hopefully he doesn't strike him dead because he went unfiltered on a podcast.